the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for the Don Crow Show, right here from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios. Now, the Don Crow Show. Don Crow Show is brought to you in part by Passport Auto Group Stores. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, I highly recommend that you go to PassportAuto.com and find Passport's nearest dealership to where you live. And what a great selection to choose from. BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, Mini. And right now, Passport also has over a 1,000 certified pre-owned vehicles you may want to consider as well. Again, find your nearest dealership at the website PassportAuto.com. And welcome to the Don Crow Show. Every day, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6, we get together, talk about stuff going on. And especially again today, delighted to be able to share the day with the the listeners to the Bill Bunkley Show. On Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. And all of you here at WAVA 105.1 FM, streaming live on the web, all over the world, WAVA.com. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, here are some of the things we're going to be talking about and the movers and shakers with whom we'll be chatting. In the very best sense of that word, by the way, Star Parker will join us in a few minutes. She's founder and president of the Center for Urban Renewal and Education. It's a public policy think tank that promotes market-based solutions to fight poverty. And uh, Star knows all too well firsthand uh, the destructive grip of welfare dependency and the havoc it's been wreaking for decades on American families, particularly, by the way, among the black community. She'll join me in just a few minutes, as I say, to talk about the inherent racism, as she calls it, of government family planning. Powerful voice being heard increasingly across the nation, and she has quite a story to tell. She's written several books. I'll mention those a little later on. Well worth your reading, by the way. Headline from the Daily Caller News Foundation and the Daily Signal, Virginia School Board ignores parents' concerns, changes sex ed program. Thank you, Fairfax County School Board. Uh, The piece we'll be talking about reads in part, a Virginia school board thrust through changes to its sex education curriculum last week, despite around 90% of public respondents disapproving of the changes. Uh, Josh Hetzler, Josh, I'm sorry, Josh Hetzler, Legal Foundation for the uh, Family Foundation. He's the legal counsel, I should say, for the organization in Virginia here called the Family Foundation will join me a little later this hour with the details. And this is a battle been going on for a while in Fairfax County. Very disappointing outcome. And I'm hoping there's some remedies, some recourse on the part of parents, but we'll talk about that. The ugly face of anti-Semitism, not only in other parts of the world, but 
showing itself right here in America in various different places, including a public school board meeting in Newton, Massachusetts. Now, I haven't talked with Dr. Charles Jacobs for quite a while, but he is the president of Americans for Peace and Tolerance, and I've asked him to join me next hour to give us the details on a battle I believe that's going on for at least five years up in Newton and some of the anti-Semitism that's being pushed back against, and rightly so, in that community. And then there's the ever-present, can't-seem-to-find-a-stake-to-drive-through-its-heart Obamacare. Heritage Foundation's Paul Larkin will be here from Heritage next hour to talk about some recent uh, decisions or actions that have, uh, again, called into question the constitutional legitimacy of the uh, so-called Patient uh, Affordable Care Act, and uh, better known, and I think rightly so, as Obamacare. But anyway, those are some of the things we're going to be taking a look at throughout the afternoon. Glad you can uh, join us for any part of that. Trump administration taking heat from Democrats and Republicans for separating parents and children after they illegally crossed the southern border. I'll tell you what, the outright prevarication going on, if not at least uh, repeating and regurgitating again and again false information, whether intentionally so or not, really is beside the point. But some of the stuff that's being said about the Trump administration and uh, Trump policies in this regard are really unconscionable in terms of uh, uh, of their uh, legitimacy, uh, their truthfulness, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Uh, over the past six weeks, from a, I should say over the period of uh, April 19th through May 31st, six weeks, the federal officials separated about 2,000 children from their families at the U.S.-Mexican border. This is an AP story reported last week. And uh, I think, in my view, rightly so, President Trump's blaming the Democrats in Congress for it, saying they are obstructing. They're really obstructionist, and they're obstructing, he said Monday, yesterday at the White House. The United States will not be a migrant camp, and it will not be a refugee holding facility. It won't be. He added, if you look at what's happening in Europe, if you look at what's happening in other places, we can't allow that to happen in the United States, not on my watch, uh, he uh, said. And there's more, of course, to the story, but there's a great piece uh, Fred Lucas files it at the, the Daily Signal, fact-checking, fact-checking. Four claims about detaining children at the border. Number one, Democrats' law or Trump policy? Uh, the president asserting that Democrats forced that law upon our nation. Democrats, meanwhile, backed by some media commentators, I would say most, counter that it's not the law, but it's Trump policy, Trump administration. Actually, the experts say the situation is a combination of bipartisan law and Clinton administration policy. In 1997, the Clinton administration entered into something called the Flores Settlement Agreement, which ended the class action lawsuit bought, uh, brought first back in the 1980s, uh, which settlement settled a, or rather established a policy that the federal government would release unaccompanied minors from the custody to their parent from custody to their parents relatives or other caretakers after no more than 20 days 
or alternatively determine the least restrictive setting for the child. And that goes on. You can read it at uh, at some length at DailySignal.com. But uh, the whole point being the very people, and unfortunately uh, I think too many Christians get caught up in this as well, uh, while uh, painting quote-unquote heartless pictures of an administration that doesn't care about quote-unquote ripping children from their parents' arms, which isn't happening, by the way, uh, but refusing to even research and identify the law behind the situation that at this point almost mandates that kind of uh, action unless the law is changed, which I think is why this administration and others are saying you don't like the results, none of us does, change the law. That puts it in the hands of Congress. Anyway, there's much more to that. We'll deal with that more in depth in days to come. Stay with us. We have more here on the Don Crow Show. I have no idea what that is, uh, except that I guess my... (laughs) Isn't that beautiful? One of our machines just decided to take a vacation, but we'll take a break. Tree of Life Christian Minute. Are you on Medicare? Are you struggling with high copays? Have you lost your doctors? I'm Fernando Cespedes, president of Family Focus Insurance Solutions. Call us at 813-533-3000. We can meet at our office or we can come to you. For years, Family Focus Insurance Solutions has provided our seniors, families, and individuals with insurance solutions that make sense. Our certified staff will guide you with sincere respect. Call Family Focus Insurance Solutions at 813-533-3000. Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. That could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Life is full of bittersweet transitions. It's difficult to know how these changes will impact us over time. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one can hit harder than expected and may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country guys like me. That's why support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Together, we got this. Learn how you can help save a life at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Thanks, Julie. And coming up next, is there rain in your weekend forecast? We'll find... Hey. Hi. It's been a while. Great place and nice neighborhood. You must have a strong community association board. 
Thanks. I guess so, but I don't pay any attention to that stuff. Seriously? How do you know for sure the board and community manager are making the right decisions to protect your investment? I don't, but what am I supposed to do? You can get involved and connect with CAI. CA what? CAI, Community Associations Institute, they're a nonprofit group that has helped us build a great community. They have free resources for your association board, professional training for community managers, and helpful information for homeowners. Thanks. I'll definitely do that. Is the time and investment you have made in your home and community protected? Be a smart homeowner and visit CAI at ResponsibleCommunities.com. Okay, so five tacos, a cheese, and a large soda. That's $10,012. Please drive around. Wait, 10000 what? It's obvious you're buzzed and driving. I've only had a few. I'm fine. Yeah, the food's 12 bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. The Don Crow Show on WAVA. In a recent syndicated column, my guest this hour noted that new proposed changes in regulations from the Department of Health and Human Services will close the door on using funds from its Title X family planning program for abortion, adding that despite explicit language in the legislation that created the Title X family program in 1970, prohibiting funding programs in which abortions is a abortion is a method of family planning. She notes this directive has, through the years, been effectively deny, uh, ignored. Rather, Star Parker is founder and president of the Center for Urban Renewal and Education. It's a public policy think tank that promotes market-based solutions to fight poverty. And she knows all too well from firsthand experience the destructive grip of welfare dependency, and the havoc it's been wreaking for decades on American families particularly among the black community. Star, it's always a delight and honor to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much for joining me again today. Well, thank you. Um, uh, It's good to be with you. Now, among the books you've written that I've recommended through the years to others is, of course, your first, Uncle Uncle Sam's Plantation, How Big Government Enslaves the Poor and What We Can Do About, and a couple of others we'll mention later. But before we get into your column, take a moment to tell us a bit of your own story uh, that really, I think, eminently qualifies you to speak as you do about the welfare system as it's been through the years here. Well, I think it's appropriate to combine my story, my personal life story, with the topic at hand because this Title X family planning program is an insistence that we're going to take a secular approach toward human reality, which is that we have um, a gender differences and, and, and sexuality is a major part of those differences. So in selling this message through government and government programs, especially our welfare programs, uh, the, the attack on religion in our society, people like myself become very confused and very lost. So early in life and hearing all these messages that, you know, my problems were somebody else's fault and 
America was racist, I shouldn't think about it and um, mainstream my life and or that my choices didn't matter. I got very wrapped up in secular living patterns. I believed all the lies of liberals, and I ended up in very reckless behaviors as a result. Uh, because if you don't balance it, that's why it's so important government's not doing this stuff. Because if you don't balance it with truth, then people get lost. So I was lost in all types of activities, from criminal activity to drug activity to sexual activity. I was in and out of the abortion clinic after clinic. I mean, this reality of what's happened under HHS is real for me and millions of others as they keep pushing these ideas of secularism uh, and secular sexism into uh, mainstream thought. And I ended up, after my fourth pregnancy and I, that I aborted, just having a gut instinct way down deep inside that, you know, maybe the feminists weren't right. Maybe I need to think about my life in other terms. And so I didn't stop any of my patterns. And so I was pregnant again within a short period of time, but I wasn't going to go on, on um, have an abortion again. So I went on welfare, and that's where my life really began to unravel uh, under the political promise of Uncle Sam that the rules are don't work, don't save, don't get married, and we'll just kind of take care of you. And so that was the state of affairs that I was in and at that time in my life. And then after a Christian conversion, when someone confronted me with truth, I just changed my life. I, I accepted the truth of the reality that God was in Christ, that he reconciled the world to himself, that he wasn't counting my sins against me, and so and that he loved me. And so I accepted this reality and began to change my my behaviors. I began to change my thought and my behavior. And as a result, I ended up with a college degree, uh, a business. Um, and after that business was destroyed during the 1992 Los Angeles riots, some people called the Rodney King riots, I began to more focus on social change and social activism. And that's why today I run a policy institute in Washington, D.C. Cure is a think tank. Uh, we promote market-based solutions to fight poverty through three programs. We have a policy program, a clergy program, and a media program. And as well, I'm a syndicated columnist with creators as well as I've written books. A long way from what the reality that liberals had <laughs> described for people like me uh, in our society. If you're a young black woman, uh, single parenting, they have one place for you to go if you decide that you're going to have that child, and that's the government dependency. But God has other plans, not just for myself, but for others. And one of the reasons that I'm so um, thankful that as President Trump is putting good leadership in the various departments in Washington that we're starting to see changes in policy like what came out of HHS uh, to, or, or regarding Title X and family planning programs. Well, let's talk about that latter point. Uh, you, uh, early in the column, write, HHS Office of Population Affairs, which administers this program, is a poster child for ill-conceived government policy. How is it that in our nation that cherishes the ideals of human freedom and dignity, we're finding government bureaucrats to advise low-income citizens, almost a quarter of those, by the way, black, about how many children they ought to bring into the world and when. And I would say along with that, along with uh, what you and I have talked about in your story in the past, there is built into the government program a an animus toward fathers being involved in any level in their children's lives. Am I right? Did we lose her? Oh, okay. I don't know. Did you hear my question? For some reason, we lost you there. But did you have? I know you just totally lost me. That's why I shouldn't do these things on cell phones. They're not as perfect as we think that they are. Um, no, I didn't hear your question. Okay. Well, I was saying, I was saying that uh, 
uh, I quoted you uh, pointing out that the Office of uh, Population Affairs, HHS, administers the program, mm-hmm. a poster child for ill-conceived government policy. And I remember when you and I first talked, and it was about mm-hmm. your first book, Uncle uh, Sam's Plantation, I believe, that we both underscored. Uh, we've just had Father's Day celebration again, and yet so many of the government programs are designed to push fathers completely out of the picture and not let them back in. Am I right? Right. Well, yeah, you're right to a certain extent. I think that that's one of the reasons that um, Donald Trump is now president. There are different um, sections in our society, peoples of different persuasions in our society that voted for him. And one of the core constituencies were the Christian right to say that, you know what, there's really something wrong with the way that we see the world through our law these days, to punish people, to be whole families, to punish the people who you have husband married to the wife of the children uh, in the name of social justice has been an error that we've made for the last 50 years. So things are self-correcting now under this president uh, because his leadership is, as I mentioned, putting people in place that have the worldview that is consistent with our founding, that each has something to contribute, we're uniquely made, and that there is a rule of law on how to self-govern. And that's what, um, you know, it's really interesting, Don, I tell you, when you look at data, because a lot of this social engineering has been done on the auspices of that, um, that of, of racial tension, that this is somehow going to um, alleviate poverty for the government to be involved in a war on poverty. But what's really fascinating, especially with the racial component, is when we see in data, husbands married to the mother of the children, whether they're white home or black home, if their husband is married to the mother of the children, which is now only 18% of our population, we can barely measure the economic differences, the educational differences, the criminal differences. You know, it, it, it's a mainstream life pattern that works successfully regardless of somebody's racial background. Where we see challenges is when we see this breakdown that you're talking about, to where the father has been driven from the home because of our law. And those laws need to be t- turned around. And that's why it's important for us to see some of the things that they're doing over at HHS, including uh, this new mandate that the federal government needs to stop this pl- family planning. And, in fact, this was supposedly built into the law uh, back in 1970. You, you uh, in fact, in the column say, despite explicit language in the legislation that created Title X in 1970, prohibiting funding programs in which abortion is a method of family planning, that directive has been all these years effectively ignored. And, of course, Planned Parenthood uh, is uh, on the receiving end of uh, millions of dollars of that money every year. Am I right? You're absolutely right. And that's the reason that we we cannot um, uh, let alone Planned Parenthood. We cannot deny that they're in the abortion business, and so therefore they are not deserving of any type of federal assistance uh, whatsoever. I'm not even in agreement that we should have this Office of Family Planning, as you know from my columns since you've read it, that I don't, I'm wondering what is the government doing in this business at all? But the fact that now at HHS they're saying, well, at least we can do is make sure that the funding that we are using to help people sort through their lives on these um, personal questions, that these fundings are not being used uh, for promotion of abortion, which is what Planned Parenthood does. Are you, in this last couple of moments, encouraged by uh, changes that you are seeing 
in the community, the the black community, especially because you speak so directly to that. But in general, are we seeing, especially under this administration, some changes that give us hope that we can lift people up literally out of this welfare dependency and put them on their feet where they belong? Oh, absolutely. In fact, I'm very encouraged by what I'm seeing, not just on the economic front, which is which has gotten a lot of news about the black unemployment rate being the lowest in the history uh, of, of collected data. But also on the moral front, one of the things, in fact, this is long about uh, what is happening in this administration on his Fix Our Inner City plans is what most knew, knew it by when he was running for office. It's now an um, opportunity initiative. In fact, I'm on the task force that's helped developing out uh, some of these ideas. And it's tremendous. He signed into law an executive order just recently that's going to focus specifically in our zip codes. So we're starting to see slowly but surely uh, the black community self-correct when it comes to uh, where the role of government should be in their lives. The challenge for us is that we still have inherent in law over the last 50 years things like what they're doing in HHS, and that's why those changes have to happen concurrently. But, yes, I'm extremely encouraged um, by what we're seeing. Our clergy networking cure alone has jumped almost doubled in the last two years to where we have now 800 pastors in our network that are positioned in these distressed zip codes so that as we get all of this social engineering out of Washington, D.C., all of this anti-poverty program, that $900 billion tax dollars that we spend every year on anti-poverty programs, as we move toward moving all of this back to the states, We'll have people in the hard-hit communities prepared to do the work. Keep up the so, good yes, work. Yes, I'm very encouraged. Yes, keep up the good work, my friend. Let's talk again soon on these matters. I hope so. Thank you, Don. It's good to be back with you. And sorry we dropped. I don't know what happened on my I, phone. I don't either. It's been one of those days. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> God bless. Okay, you bye-bye. You too. Star Parker, let me give you her website, urbancure.org, urbancure.org. And uh, three books that I know of, among others that she's written, Uncle Sam's Plantation, How Big Government Enslaves America's Poor, and What We Can Do About It. Her story is there. Uh, Another one called Pimps, Whores, and Welfare Brats, From Welfare Cheat to Conservative Messenger, and White Ghetto, How Middle Class America Reflects Inner City Decay. Again, her website, urbancure.org, and her Twitter handle is at Star Parker. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey. And we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. With everything you've done to lift up those around you during your military career, We're not going to let your money concerns get you down. We're the NFCC, and we've got your back on this one. As your financial advocate, we're dedicated to improving the financial health of all members of the military community. Whether your debt issues are related to student loans or housing or involve credit cards, our goal is to help you to defend your financial future. NFCC certified credit counselors have already made the difference for thousands of military members and their families. Let us make a difference for you and yours. Schedule a confidential financial review with an objective nonprofit NFCC financial counselor. 
call us today at 877-404-6322. That's 877-404-6322. Or visit us at nfcc.org slash military. You owe it to yourself. Get relief now. Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. That could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. With everything you've done to lift up those around you during your military career, We're not going to let your money concerns get you down. We're the NFCC, and we've got your back on this one. As your financial advocate, we're dedicated to improving the financial health of all members of the military community. Whether your debt issues are related to student loans or housing or involve credit cards, our goal is to help you to defend your financial future. NFCC certified credit counselors have already made the difference for thousands of military members and their families. Let us make a difference for you and yours. Schedule a confidential financial review with an objective nonprofit NFCC financial counselor. Call us today at 877-404-6322. That's 877-404-6322. Or visit us at nfcc.org slash military. You owe it to yourself. Get relief now. For some people... Difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country, guys like me. Support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Learn how you can help at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Biblical teachings and sermons, and answers to questions relating to daily life. AM 570 and 910 WTBN. Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com. The Don Crow Show on WAVA, brought to you in part by our good friends at A-Action Home Services. AC, electrical, plumbing services, whatever you need, here's the number to call, 703-922-1900. Talk with Chuck and the fellows over at A-Action Home Services, 703-922-1900 or aactionhomeservices.com on the web. Happy to share the day with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 
102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Headline from the Daily Caller News Foundation and the Daily Signal, Virginia School Board Ignores Parents' Concerns, Changes Sex Ed Program. Piece reads in part, a Virginia school board thrust through changes to its sex education curriculum last Thursday, despite around 90% of public respondents disapproving of the changes. One school, uh, one school board member, Elizabeth Schultz, reported the vote was 10 to zip, with herself and one other board member, Tom Wilson, abstaining. Well, joining us to talk more about this incredible move and what it will actually do starting this fall in Fairfax County Public Schools, Josh Hetzler, uh, Legislative Counsel for the Family Foundation, which is a Virginia-based grassroots organization working to empower families here in Virginia by applying a biblical worldview and founding principles to culture and public policy. By the way, their website's familyfoundation.org. Josh, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. And start, if you would, by giving us, as they say, the backstory. This is a battle that's been going on for a while. What can you tell us about uh, the ensuing months that have uh, preceded this? Yes, uh, thank you for for having me on. Good to be with you. Uh, Fairfax County, uh, I think, prides itself as one of the more progressive uh, localities in the nation, certainly in Virginia, uh, right outside of D.C., and so they are always uh, pushing the limits on things like this. Uh, now it's family life education, and they got the, the bright idea that they wanted to change, for example, uh, biological sex, the, the term that's used in the current curriculum, to sex assigned at birth, um, you know, as if uh, sex um, is somehow not uh, a component of a person before they're born. Um, and one, one of the speakers was, was keen to point out that uh, as she got her ultrasound, you know, they told her it was a boy, you know, unequivocally. So, um, so th- things like this, uh, you know, another one of the changes that they made was eliminating the teaching that abstinence is the only 100% effective way to prevent sexually transmitted uh, diseases. So, um, And um, an- another one is that there is a new drug just uh, approved by the FDA, but they only studied it for about eight months, um, and having to do with uh, HIV and contracting HIV through sexual conduct. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a very, very dangerous drug, they, and um, there are a lot of reasons to be concerned, but it's going to be now promoted to uh, teenagers. So uh, a number of things, and as you said, uh, most the, the vast majority of those who weighed in were, were very much opposed to these changes, um, and they, they did it anyway. Well, there's an ideological, uh, it seems to me, and a severe uh, cultural hostility toward uh, traditional values. I'm reading from uh, the Daily Caller uh, report, the Family Life Education Curriculum Advisory Committee proposed this and other changes, such as you just referenced, considered by the board. And one committee member, Dan Press, has called supporters of Donald Trump the, quote, American Taliban. So there's, uh, there's a, a, a mm-hmm. tremendous animus toward things conservative and towards even the Trump administration. Uh, but right. beyond that, uh, I guess a lot of folks are saying, how can a committee of 10 or whatever uh, uh, succeed in, in shifting the whole direction of the county with such, uh, with such a grassroots resistance to them? Uh, 
uh, what's recourse now for this? Well, unfortunately, the, the only recourse is, is really elections for these school board members, which will uh, admit, admittedly be difficult. You mentioned that it was 10 to 0 with two abstaining. And I will say that it's amazing the impact that just two were able to make uh, in, in this meeting uh, last Thursday is they just fought valiantly, really, um, to, to, uh, to just speak common sense, really. Uh, of course, that was ignored. But, you know, one of the things that the Family Foundation is, is really using this as an opportunity to do is something that is long overdue in Virginia. We currently, under Virginia law, FLE, if your county does it, and almost every county does, some form of family life education, it is opt-out uh, so that you, uh, your student is automatically in the class unless the parent affirmatively pulls them out, which can be kind of stigmatizing, kind of embarrassing to certain students. And frankly, a lot of times parents don't know when the class is coming. They may not receive the form. Even if they do, they may not know what the curriculum is. And so we want to reverse that and say, hey, if you want to talk to my kids about sensitive sexual matters, uh, especially as in a rapidly evolving culture, you have to get my permission first. Uh, just like you have to get a permission to send your kid to a field trip or just about anything else, right? Um, and so that would be an opt-in. So, so we want to, at the state level, and, and we're circulating a petition for this right now, and, we're, and, and we think that this, what happened in Fairfax, is, is going to add some momentum to that push. Uh, but really, parents ought to have the opportunity to view the materials that children are being taught and then say, okay, yes, that's something I would like my son or daughter to be in. And then they, they sign it and send back a form. But, you know, otherwise, it's just parents just don't know what's going on. So do I understand correctly that as of now the bill does allow parents to opt out or not? So currently the law does allow parents yeah. to opt their children out. That is very important to know that that. Parents can absolutely exclude their students from these programs, but it can be somewhat, you know, you got to jump through some hoops um, to, to find where the, the form is and get it to the right person. And, and frankly, some students might not turn the form in, uh, you know, uh, for various reasons. So we think it, it really should be an opt-in. We think parents should have to give their permission for their mm -hmm. kids to be I taught about all of these various things, many of which I can't even say on your show. <laughs> I understand. Well, it seems to me that uh, I would be I'd be amazed if there isn't some uh, growing grassroots opposition that uh, unseats these board members. I would hope that would be the uh, the occasion because uh, or the occurrence because there's such heavy handedness uh, from what ten board members who totally blatantly ignored. Uh, I think I read there were some 70 uh, people there who were at least in protest to this move, and yet, mm -hmm. in any event, the board went on with what it determined to do. I would think they ought to pay a price for that. Well, absolutely. I think this ought to be a wake-up call to, to folks in Fairfax. Uh, you know, and it, and it goes beyond just ideological uh, things. I mean, we're talking about changing from biological sex, which we all know what it means, and that's scientifically accurate, to sex assigned at birth. I mean, 
it, it's they've, they're going to a whole new level, uh, and really they were very smug, many of the, the members, in saying that, look, experts know best, parents don't know best for their kids. Um, and I, I think that most parents, upon hearing that, would, would take real issue with that. Thank you, my friend. Good to talk with you, and uh, our best to you and Victoria and all the folks at Family Foundation. Thank you. Again, that's Josh Hetzler. He's legal or legislative counsel for the Family Foundation. And their website is familyfoundation.org. Fairfax County residents especially, I would think you'd be greatly alarmed if you haven't been aware of this, that you'll get yourself informed. But it seems to me that school board needs to be summarily replaced as soon as possible. That's one man's view. grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey, and we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley inviting you to join me and my family on an inspirational pilgrimage this November to Israel and Jordan. I've crafted with EDI Travel's renowned historian Boaz Shalgi an incredible itinerary. You'll visit Petra in Jordan, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Nazareth, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, the Northern Golan Heights, the Lebanese border, Ascalon, plus Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy. We'll share an Israeli dinner at Boaz's home. See this and much more for the all-inclusive credible price of $3,965. Join me, Tony, and Zach on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through 19th. As a faithful listener, you've likely heard of my current health challenges. I've been advised by my medical team to plan on leading this spectacular pilgrimage. So come join us. Call 813-515-1510 or check out our complete itinerary online at letstalkfaith.com. Thanks, Julie. And coming up next, is there rain in your weekend forecast? We'll find... Hey. Hi. It's been a while. Great place and nice neighborhood. You must have a strong community association board. Thanks. I guess so, but I don't pay any attention to that stuff. Seriously? How do you know for sure the board and community manager are making the right decisions to protect your investment? I don't, but what am I supposed to do? You can get involved and connect with CAI. CA what? CAI, Community Associations Institute, they're a nonprofit group that has helped us build a great community. They have free resources for your association board, professional training for community managers, and helpful information for homeowners. Thanks. I'll definitely do that. Is the time and investment you have made in your home and community protected? Be a smart homeowner and visit CAI at responsiblecommunities.com. Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. 
I could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, Good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? that it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m., and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones, and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Bill Carl, today's guest host for The Bill Bunkley Show. Don Crow returns in a moment. As Bill continues to take some time off for his health, we continue to pray for him, his wife Tony, and son Zach, and look forward to a full recovery. In fact, Bill's doctors have told him to plan on heading to Israel this November with EDI Travel. To learn more, click on Bill's page at letstalkfaith.com. Don Crow Show on WAVA, also sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Well, we were talking earlier about a column uh, by Fred Lucas over at Daily Signal, fact-checking four claims about detaining children at the border. Highly emotional issue, highly controversial and a lot more heat than light in terms of some of the things being said about it. Uh, but uh, in this column, he offers uh, some fact-checking, if you will, about four claims, Democrat law or Trump policy. The Democrats, the president says, are the ones who forced that law upon our nation. In other words, uh, those who uh, are carrying out the orders of the law are finding it necessary by law to separate children from their parents uh, as I understand it, because, of course, uh, the uh, by the way, the lawbreakers, which is what they are coming into our country, uh, are being incarcerated temporarily. And, of course, uh, there are certain restrictions on putting pre- uh, you know, children in jail with their with their parents. It's a very untenable situation. Uh, but, of course, uh, the politics of it have uh, really obscured the reality of uh, what is actually being carried out. I think uh, the president's press secretary has time and again labored this point that, uh, in fact, it's simply a matter of obeying the law as it is uh, on uh, the books, so to speak, right now. And uh, a second point that is made in this column is unprecedented action by the Trump administration, question mark. Some of the media outlets are, have called the practice of separating children from their parents at the border unprecedented or, quote, a new low for the United States. Uh, What's different under the Trump administration, though, is a zero-tolerance approach to enforcing existing laws, immigration laws and policy. And that's what uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions on May 7th was saying. 
uh, in, in the directing of federal prosecutors to prosecute all adults who illegally enter the country, including those accompanied by their children, under a provision of federal law that covers illegal entry. And uh, Sessions, Mr. Sessions said, if you're smuggling a child, then we're going to prosecute you. And that child will be separated from you, probably as required by law. That child will be separated from you probably as required by law. If you don't want your child separated, don't bring them across the border illegally. It's not our fault that someone does that. And there's uh, so much more to this issue, but uh, again, the clock continues to, uh, yes, make its uh, circuit around uh, around the uh, dial. So we'll take a break, come back. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. The left thinks it has an issue with illegal immigrant children held in detention. The narrative is they're being held in camps under deplorable conditions and separated from their parents. It was the Obama administration that began detaining young children of illegal Mexican immigrants in camps, but the media didn't go nuts over that. Second, some of these children have been sent ahead by their parents, hoping the U.S. government would allow them to follow. A group of Democrat congressmen staged a stand-in at ICE facilities in New Jersey on Sunday, claiming the families were fleeing violence in their native countries. As Attorney General Jeff Sessions has noted, that's not sufficient reason to earn entry into the United States. Why don't these Democrats take the kids into their own homes if they care so much? Why won't they agree to no voting rights for 10 or 20 years for people who break the law to get here should they eventually become U.S. citizens? This cynical game is about votes for Democrats and nothing more. And the narrative promoted by the media and Democrats is to achieve that goal. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards. The interest on the cards was really high. I was making the minimum payments, but barely. And it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976 to talk to a certified counselor. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. They did help me learn how to manage my money. Now, you know, we have a house, and we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. My name is Holly, and I am debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. We can understand in part, but Bourdain's death and Kate Spade's death brought the parade of televised tributes and eulogies, heaping admiration on these celebrities who had taken their own lives. And now we have a government report indicating a 30% spike in the national suicide rate. In all this, we hear very little about the immorality of suicide, the deliberate taking of a human life, even one's own. 
and we don't hear about the studies that show that those who do not attend religious services are five times more likely to kill themselves than those who are active attendees. Struggling souls need help, and to hear, now more than ever, that life is a gift of God and that life is worth living. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay, I appreciate that. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten uh, Nielsen said this is a very serious issue that has resulted after years and years of Congress not taking action. However, much of the criticism of separating children from parents at the border has been from Democrats, but there are some Republicans who have chosen to say some ridiculous things as well. Former CIA Director Michael Hayden who served under President George W. Bush and former Republican National Committee Chairman Michael Steele, who was once Lieutenant Governor of Maryland, both compared the practice to Nazi concentration camps. Wow. CNN reported last week on an illegal immigrant from Honduras who claimed her nursing daughter was pulled away from her before she was handcuffed. CNN cited a lawyer from the liberal legal group, the Texas Civil Rights Project, Uh, In a conference call with reporters last week, senior Department Homeland Security officials said this was not the case. Quote, we do not separate breastfeeding children from their parents. That does not exist. This is not a policy. That is not something the DHS does, officials told reporters on Friday. We believe that is false. So in the midst of all this heat and rhetoric, uh, and uh, sadly, uh, partisan, uh, partisan-driven partisan uh, claims and counterclaims, folks, we just need to recognize that as it stands now, the law requires the kinds of action the, the Trump administration has been simply enforcing, just enforcing the law and the, and the administration and those who are uh, putting the onus where it belongs, saying to Congress, you don't like the law, you don't like the policy, we don't either. Congress can change that. Democrats and Republicans uh, are responsible, in my view, to step forward and to change the policy or the law that, uh, as of now, requires this kind of action. It doesn't need to continue another day if Congress will get its act together. That's it for this hour here on The Don Crow Show. We have more to come. Stay with us.
Family weight problems are still gaining, according to the National Institutes of Health. Experts are urging families to make better food choices and get regular exercise. To help prevent the onset of lifelong health problems, parents need to participate in fun physical activities with their kids. Visit the National Institutes of Health website for news of family health and fitness programs. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The outcry over the policy of separating children from their parents at the border is resonating in the United States Senate. Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz says his bill would solve this problem. We can detain these those who are here illegally and enforce the law, and we can simultaneously, we can keep families together. Because separating families, says Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer, is President Donald Trump's own doing. No law, no law requires the separation of families at the border. Senator Cruz's proposed bill would double the number of federal immigration judges to help expedite immigration hearings. And during that process, children would stay with their parents. Linda Kenyon, Capitol Hill. But President Trump says the separation of children from families on the U.S. border can end if only congressional Democrats join with their Republican counterparts in passing meaningful immigration legislation. All we need is good legislation and we can have it taken care of. We have to get the Democrats to go ahead and uh, work with us. House Oversight and Government Reform Committee Chairman Trey Gowdy blasts former FBI Director James Comey's rebuke of Gowdy's assertion that the agency was making decisions during the Clinton email investigation based in part on politics. He said the men and women of the FBI do not, quote, give a hoot about politics. Unfortunately, and I use that word intentionally, unfortunately, he was dead wrong. There were agents and attorneys at the FBI who gave a lot more than a hoot about politics. During his statement, the South Carolina Republican declared we can't survive with a justice system we don't trust. Meanwhile, an FBI agent removed from special counsel Robert Mueller's team because of anti-Donald Trump text messages has been escorted out of the FBI building today. That's according to a statement issued by a lawyer for Peter Strzok. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 287 points. The Nasdaq dropped 21. The S&P lower by 11. More at townhall.com. We're Sound Income Strategies, and baby boomers who work with us know the secret to a great retirement is our middle name, Income. At Sound Income Strategies, we transform high-fee, high-taxed retirement spend-down schemes into sustained retirement income, and we can do the same for you. For your free, no-obligation income kit, call 866-913-1234. That's 866-913-1234. It's time to get off the Wall Street road. Coaster, stop the retirement spend down schemes and join the income generation for your free no obligation income kit. Call 866 913 1234. That's 866 913 1234. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies LLC and SEC registered investment advisory firm. Sound Income Strategies, the secret to a great retirement is our middle name. Call 866 913 1234. 
Smoking hits a new low in the U.S. Smoking rates in the United States have dropped to the lowest numbers ever. A new national health survey by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention finds only 14% of U.S. adults were smokers last year, a drop of 2% from the year before. And among teens, smoking is at an all-time low of 9%. By comparison, in the early 1960s, about 42% of adults in the U.S. smoked. Experts attribute the decline to anti-smoking campaigns, smoking bans, and cigarette taxes. However, there are still more than 30 million adult smokers in the U.S. Mike Gracia, Washington. The oil ministers of the OPEC cartel are arriving in Vienna to discuss this week whether to increase production of crude oil and help ease the price of global energy. The officials were gathering today ahead of the official meeting Friday when they'll also confer with Russia, a non-OPEC country that has cooperated to limit production. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. So he reveals himself to this Abraham. God says to him, I'm going to, through you and your descendants, build and establish a nation. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Chances are there'll never be an emergency ever again. But just in case, let's talk about a plan. Okay. Who is going to grab the go bag? What's a go bag? It is a bag we do not have that is filled with things we really, really need in an emergency. Guess we won't have to worry about it then. Well, this is great. (laughs) I am so glad that we don't have a plan. I know. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov slash kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Finding faith together. The new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour is sponsored by EDI Travel. Spin to the left and spin to the right. But when you really want to know, turn to the Don Crow Show. Turn to the Don Crow Show. Live from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios. It's the Don Crow Show on 105.1 FM. WAVA. Hello there, folks, and welcome to another hour of the Don Crow Show. Happy to also share the show today with the listeners to the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Talking about issues that really do matter, opportunity to learn together, but my whole point often has uh, been let's get informed and then get involved. Find positive, life-affirming ways to make a difference. According to published reports, angry parents and citizens dominated the first hour of a recent public school board meeting, uh, school board meeting in Newton, Massachusetts, in an effort to show, by guess, both their disgust and rage at the continued teaching of bias against Israel. That has been the focus of controversy in this uh, Jewish suburb for more than five years. Uh, I guess some 70 angry citizens gathered to protest mistreatment of the Jewish community by city officials there. But joining us uh, with more details on the incident and the larger story behind it, Dr. Charles Jacobs, president of Americans for Peace and Tolerance. It's a 
Boston-based 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to promoting peaceful coexistence in an ethnically diverse America by educating the American public about radical ideologies that undermine the academic integrity at American high schools and universities. And Dr. Jacobs and I have visited in times past. But, Dr. Jacobs, it's been quite a while since we've done that. I welcome you once again to the show. Thank you for joining me. Wow, what a pleasure to to see you again, (laughs) virtually. (laughs) Uh, If uh, you would, give us the backstory, as we like to say, about what's been going on in Newton in terms of this anti-Semitism that's expressing itself uh, most recently, I guess, in this school board meeting. What's what's happening there? Well, the backstory begins on the campuses where across the country uh, there's an ideological assault on Israel and the Jewish students and Christian friends of theirs, Christian friends of Israel, who support the Jewish state. And we know that on college campuses, you know, uh, Israel has become a pariah, attacked, uh, hectored. You can't get a pro-Israel speaker on, on many, many campuses without almost violent uh, student protests. It's awful. Now, this is seeping into the high schools because as these radicalized students become teachers, uh, they're bringing uh, what they know or what they think they know, which is uh, an ideology against the West, against Christianity, against Judaism, and against Israel, uh, into the classroom. And they're being helped by curriculum mills, which are hostile uh, to, to us all, uh, either run by Arabs, uh, Muslims, or radical leftists and, and who produce these very slick, pedagogically correct lesson plans that people grab off the Internet sites or go to these workshops. And that's what happened in Newton. And in Newton, um, it turned out that uh, the school teachers went to a workshop, and they, and they were given horrible materials, some of which were came right from Saudi Arabia, and that said Jews are killing Arab women in jails in Israel. And uh, we just exploded over this, and we went and we protested and protested and protested, and they said, no, 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 they got this from Harvard University, which was true, by the way, so it must be uh, kosher. And it, uh, it was terrible. And uh, we then we could only find out what was being taught by having a lawyer issue a Freedom of Information Act. And when we got the stuff that was being taught, it was even worse. Mm. And so we've been going at this for five years. And the most recent was they took the kids to an all-day seminar, the high school, Newton North High School, and they showed them films put on by a radical anti-Semite who runs a blog called the Electronic Intifada. You would have thought they would have been you know, known about that. And they're showing anti-Israel films that are despicable. So uh, we're here. And by the way, this is happening across the country because it's the same problem that you see reflected from the campuses onto the high schools. That's what's going on. Well, I appreciate your insights on it. And I know you're right. We've talked about it uh, a bit, but we need to talk a lot more about it on this show in terms of what you just identified, college and university campuses across the country facing what many of us couldn't imagine, and that is severe and growing anti-Semitism and especially anti-Israelism, if you will. You were made a promise by the school superintendent up there uh, that they were going to correct this problem. But what happened? Nothing. Uh, we were made a promise, and uh, the, the Jewish community leadership was made a promise 
that that these materials that we found would be stripped from the high schools until something decent and scholarly could be found, and and it turned out to be a lie. Um, so it's it's a terrible problem because no one wants to be charged with you know blocking academic freedom, but you've got to uh, you know if this happened to any other minority group, right. you know if you showed a film that was anti-black or anti-gay or anti-women. Uh, there'd be hell to pay. But these people can get away with this, uh, I think in part because the Jew- many people in the Jewish community leadership don't want to have fights. It's, this is another, we should do a whole show about that, Tom. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a big problem. Yeah, the unwillingness to push back. The unwillingness to push back. I mean, they've got a nice, comfortable life. Uh, it's a failure of Jewish leadership in general. Well, let me ask you this before I let you go, and we do want to have you on for a much longer visit. I'll have Julie arrange that uh, with you. But uh, to what extent has the influx, uh, the growing population of uh, Islam and Muslims uh, affected this, if at all? Has this been part of the dynamic? It has. It has. Um, You are not allowed to say anything negative about a non-Western culture. You cannot, uh, you know, when you and I first met, we were talking about Arabs who had black slaves. Well, you couldn't teach that reality in the schools now because that would offend some of the Muslim students. Uh, it would offend uh, the left. Um, so, yes, there, there, there is this problem, and it's growing and growing and growing. Thank goodness now we've got some Muslims who are pushing back against their own radicals, and that's another story that you see. But, but there's a big problem. The left radical, the radical left, Radical Muslim Alliance, which no one ever was going to predict, is the problem. Well, let's talk more about it uh, in the near future. I'll have, as I say, Julie, arrange a schedule with you that works, and uh, we'll maybe spend uh, much more time on it, all right? Thank you, Don. Good to talk with you. Good to be back with you. And great to have you. Dr. Charles Jacobs, president of Americans for Peace and Tolerance and If you want to follow up just on this story itself, as well as the great organization that he heads up, their website is peaceandtolerance.org, peaceandtolerance.org. And as I say, we will revisit this issue because, as he said, it's not localized to Newton, Massachusetts, or even one particular part of the country. It's spreading all across the the country in our high schools now, as well as our universities and our college campuses. So we want to pursue it further. Stay with us. We have more to come here on this edition of the Don Crow Show. We're grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey. And we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Hi, my name is Fernando Cespedes with Family Focus Insurance Solutions. Are you disappointed with your health insurance plan? Do you have Medicare or are you new to Medicare? Are all the options confusing? Then please give us a call at 813-533-3000. At Family Focus Insurance Solutions, we have been assisting our Florida neighbors for years. Our certified staff can meet with you and provide clear guidance with sincere respect. Call Family Focus Insurance today at 813-533-3000. 
Life is full of bittersweet transitions. It's difficult to know how these changes will impact us over time. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one can hit harder than expected and may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country. Guys like me. That's why support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Together, we got this. Learn how you can help save a life at VeteransCrisisLine.net. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at DoIHavePrediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. With everything you've done to lift up those around you during your military career, we're not going to let your money concerns get you down. We're the NFCC, and we've got your back on this one. As your financial advocate, we're dedicated to improving the financial health of all members of the military community. Whether your debt issues are related to student loans or housing or involve credit cards, our goal is to help you to defend your financial future. NFCC certified credit counselors have already made the difference for thousands of military members and their families. Let us make a difference for you and yours. Schedule a confidential financial review with an objective nonprofit NFCC financial counselor. Call us today at 877-404-6322. That's 877-404-6322. Or visit us at nfcc.org slash military. You owe it to yourself. Get relief now. Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com. The Don Crow Show is brought to you in part by local expert Realty. Realtor Christy Moore promises she'll sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. You want to talk to her about it? Here's her number, 866-404-5858. That's 866-404-5858. Or go to soldin58.com on the web. That's the words sold in and the numbers 58.com. Well, while one would have hoped that... uh, such powerful and far-reaching social mediums as uh, Facebook, Google, YouTube, etc., 
would, out of respect for differing views of their millions of users, work studiously to, you know, remain politically and culturally neutral. (laughs) Evidence rapidly growing, that is not the case. Joining me to talk about this very issue, headline, Facebook shutting down conservative voices ahead of immigration, uh, I think illustrates the point. Brigitte Gabriel is a New York Times bestselling author a leading expert on global Islamic terrorism, chairman of Act for America. Their website is just that, actforamerica.org. It is the largest national security grassroots organization in our country, author of a number of books, including her up-and-coming book, Rise in Defense of Judeo-Christian Values and Freedom. Uh, We've uh, had the honor of having her on the show a number of times through the years, and it's always an honor to have her back. Brigitte, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Don. The honor is mine. I'm delighted to be back with you. This is an amazing story. Sadly, it's uh, it's uh, becoming increasingly common as to uh, Facebook and other entities, uh, social entities, really uh, being uh, very discriminatory. Talk about uh, the issue as it uh, relates to uh, your concerns about immigration. What's happened? Well, it is. Social media, you know, most Americans right now, uh, Don, get their news on on social media. They go to their Facebook. They go to the, uh, you know, the first thing they do is open up their iPad, their iPhone, and they look at their Facebook. And so Facebook has become, and all social media, Twitter, Google, etc., they're major drivers of information. This is the new theater of war, the war of ideas. This is where the war is won and lost. And so Facebook and social media play a major role in driving the information to voters, to those who are interested in what's happening around us. And what's happening with Facebook, because they are completely run by lefties, they are silencing conservatives by taking down messages from conservatives or information, or in my case, uh, a fact-based Facebook video that I posted, a two-minute video, as an immigrant, as a legal immigrant to this country, talking about this immigration vote that's coming down uh, this Thursday, by the way, and how much criminal aliens are costing the, the United States taxpayers. But to even call them criminal aliens was too much for Facebook, and that's the reason they shut us down. Well, as we say, it's not a, a unique or isolated problem. I'm just, as, you're, as we're talking, reminded of our colleague Dennis Prager, and uh, Prager University, which has, I believe, the last I saw, some 10, uh, no, some 30 postings that have been, uh, that have been prevented. Uh, just this sort of thing going on widespread. Exactly. And now, because of the immigration and the vote that's coming down, uh, they even rested it up, their attacks. So they've got these little young 22, 25-year-old something sitting in a room monitoring a certain people, especially conservative websites and conservative pundits like you and me uh, and conservative leading figures, especially if you are a head of an organization like I am, and basically tracking everything that we do. And they are playing with our and playing with the algorithm, changing the algorithm for our social media sites. When they took down the video, the immigration video with me discussing facts and figures about immigration, that video was watched by almost half a million people in 24 hours. Wow. 
this is the power of social media because I shared explosive information. I shared, Don, what I did to become a legal immigrant of this great nation of ours. You know, when I came to America, I paid for my airline ticket to get here. I paid for my attorneys to do my paperwork. I paid for my doctor's visit to go get blood tests and this done and that done to make sure I'm not bringing any diseases to the country. And then I had to study a two-inch-thick book written by the Daughters of the American Revolution that talks about America's history, America's constitution, our judiciary system, etc. And I had to pass a written exam as well as a verbal exam in English in order for me to become an American. So I was sharing that and sharing that when I hear leftists talk about uh, criminal aliens calling them undocumented immigrants, how insulted I feel as an immigrant who did it by the law the right way. And many of us immigrants who worked so hard to get here, who waited years, who, who did everything we can to prove that we are worthy to be Americans. Being an American is a privilege. And to call people like me and, and hundreds of thousands like me who came to this great country, we are a nation of immigrants. To put us in the same category as criminal aliens uh, who break the law to get here and call us, you know, immigrants is absolutely insulting. Well, talk about some of the facts of the video itself, which I think folks need to hear because it's an amazing thing to realize uh, the simple facts that you were trying to present or were presenting in the video. By the way, I think it's still available at Twitter, is it? Uh, yes, correct. It is available at Twitter, and uh, people can watch it on Twitter, and they can watch it. Uh, we put a link on our Facebook to Twitter uh, and to actually our YouTube so people can watch the video. Well, tell us about some of the uh, facts that you share in that video and why every American ought to be made aware of them. Here are some of the facts and the numbers. $11 billion to $22 billion is spent on welfare to illegal criminal aliens each year by state governments. $22 billion a year is spent on food assistance programs uh, like food stamps, WIC, and free school lunches for criminal, illegal criminal aliens. $2.5 billion a year is spent on Medicaid for illegal criminal aliens. $12 billion a year is spent on primary and secondary school education for children here illegally, and they still can't speak a word of English. Uh, $17 billion a year is spent for education for the American-born children of illegal criminal aliens known as anchor babies. Uh, $3 million a day, uh, Don, $3 million a day is spent to incarcerate illegal criminal aliens. Uh, as a matter of fact, 30% of all our federal prison inmates are illegal criminal aliens. $90 billion a year is spent on illegal criminal aliens for welfare and social services by the American taxpayer. Here's another important number. $200 billion a year in suppressed American wages are caused by the illegal criminal aliens. Those billions could have been spent on American employees looking for a job. And, and, the, and the total cost of this, uh, and I can go on and on, but the total cost for such programs is $338.3 billion a year. $338.3 billion. That number can pay down our national debt in 50 years. They can eliminate it. We can build, not only build a wall for that number, just imagine how much over $300 billion a year invested in America's economy, infrastructure, jobs, people, our life. Just imagine what that can do to our children and our life. 
What do you say uh, uh, to those who argue from a, a very emotional and even uh, moral standpoint? Well, we need to have compassion on these people. They are in terrible straits in their own countries, and we just need to let them in. Uh, I have my own thoughts about that. I'm sure you do as well. But how do you respond to that kind of uh, argument? Well, how about people from all over the world? What, we want to take over the whole world? I can tell you right now from the tip of my tongue, 20 countries that are in worse condition than Mexico, that are in Mm. worse condition than Guatemala, that are in worse condition than many of the countries where these people are coming from. What are we going to do, open up the world? We cannot do that. We we are a nation of laws. We are a nation uh, of, of, of laws that people need to follow. We cannot break the law. And this is what I love about this president. Zero tolerance. By the way, Don, there's a very important vote coming down Thursday, day after tomorrow, in Congress about immigration. Uh, people need to call their members of Congress. There are two bills coming down for a vote. The Ryan Amnesty Bill, which is a disaster, and the Goodlatte Bill, which gives the president over 90% of what he is asking for. We want people to contact their members of Congress. People can go to Act for America. .org, actforamerica.org, click on Contact Congress. You enter your zip code, we give you their name, their email, their phone number, uh, their address. We even have a pre-written email for you that you can send with the click of a button. Make sure you contact your member of Congress. It's important that they hear from you, especially before the vote on Thursday. And in this last moment, we need to re- – I want to reiterate what you've said. I-, I know Americans are a compassionate people. We always have been, thank God, and I hope we always will be. But there's got to be balance between uh, emotion and compassion and empathy and all the rest of it. And, as you already said, the rule of law. No nation can survive that allows the rule of law to be dissipated or disregarded. Absolutely. Look, we do have compassion, but I don't see the left screaming and yelling anytime we arrest a drug dealer and throw him in jail or throw her in jail and take their kids and put them in foster care. Where are the cameras then? How come they're not shooting the kids screaming? What are we going to do now? Not incarcerate any criminal in the United States, whether they are a drug dealer, whether they are a rapist, a pedophile, or a criminal, or somebody who kills somebody just because they have kids and you do not want to separate them? Where do we stop it? We have to secure the country. We've got to secure it now. We have a president who's not going to kick the bucket down the road like the, the presidents before him for 20 years who did not want to deal with the immigration issue and left it for the next president to take care of it. We finally have someone in the White House who says, not under my watch, not on my time, we're going to fix this problem, we're not going to pass the bucket down, and we're going to do it now. And he needs our support. Amen to that. Thank you, Bridget. We'll talk again. And thank you, my friend. People can go to actforamerica.org to contact Congress. Do that, actforamerica.org, and uh, send out that email. She's made it very easy for us. And uh, check her books out, Rise in Defense of Judeo-Christian Values and Freedom, her latest, and her original, Because They Hate, a survivor of Islamic terror warns America, that's her own story, and why they must be stopped, why we must defeat radical Islam and how we can do it. grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. 
We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey, and we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. If you're paying too much for your health insurance, listen carefully. Due to recent changes in the law, you could be overpaying $500 or more per month on your health care. There are new, more affordable health care options with better coverage. These plans are exempt from the Affordable Care Act and now open to everyone. Health care options with better benefits, costing 30 to 60% less than Obamacare plans and giving you the freedom to see almost any doctor or hospital in the country. Forbes calls this the health care plan that is saving families $20,000 a year. And over 1 million Americans have already taken advantage of this game-changing health care program. Call 800-239-7174 now to find out how much you'll save. Employers, you too can save 50% or more on group medical insurance with health sharing. Our licensed advisors can take away all the stress of finding the right plan for your needs and budget. Best of all, our service is free. This one call could be the best decision you make this year, so don't delay. Call now to see how much you can save. For your free quote, call 800-239-7174. That's 800-239-7174. 800-239-7174. Thanks, Julie. And coming up next, is there rain in your weekend forecast? We'll find... Hey. Hi. It's been a while. Great place and nice neighborhood. You must have a strong community association board. Thanks. I guess so, but I don't pay any attention to that stuff. Seriously? How do you know for sure the board and community manager are making the right decisions to protect your investment? I don't, but what am I supposed to do? You can get involved and connect with CAI. CA what? CAI, Community Associations Institute, they're a nonprofit group that has helped us build a great community. They have free resources for your association board, professional training for community managers, and helpful information for homeowners. Thanks. I'll definitely do that. Is the time and investment you have made in your home and community protected? Be a smart homeowner and visit CAI at ResponsibleCommunities.com. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at DoIHavePrediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. (laughs) I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio prediabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Hi, I'm Tony Dungeon. To be successful in football, you have to be able to read the plays. And to help children succeed, it's important that dads huddle up with their kids and read books. Research shows that reading together helps children develop their vocabulary, learn to think creatively, be better prepared for school, fall in love with reading, and best of all, fall deeper in love with you. For five ways to bond with your kids through reading, visit allprodad.com and start reading with them tonight. 
Hey, this is Bill Carl, today's guest host for The Bill Bunkley Show. Don Crow returns in a moment. As Bill continues to take some time off for his health, we continue to pray for him, his wife Tony, and son Zach, and look forward to a full recovery. In fact, Bill's doctors have told him to plan on heading to Israel this November with EDI Travel. To learn more, click on Bill's page at letstalkfaith.com. Don Crow Show on WAVA, also sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. And great to uh, share the day together, all of us. In 2012, as many of us will remember, in a 5-4 vote, the U.S. Supreme Court upheld the constitutionality of the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act better known and I think rightly named Obamacare, at which time Chief Justice John Roberts wrote the controlling opinion in the case in which he concluded that the Obamacare penalty can be characterized as a tax and as such was a constitutional exercise of Congress's power to raise taxes. However, uh, last year, Congress revised Obamacare by eliminating the penalty for people who don't purchase the insurance or health insurance at all, effective January of next year. So joining me right now to talk more about the impact of that action uh, is Paul Larkin, Jr. He's director of the Heritage Foundation's project to uh, counter abuse of criminal law, particularly at the federal level, also a senior legal research fellow at the Center for Legal and Judicial Studies at Heritage. Paul, thank you for joining me today. My pleasure. Now, you argue, and others as well, that this, again, challenges the entire constitutionality of Obamacare uh, uh, once again. Am I right? That's right. Uh, Congress doesn't have the same authority that the states do. The states have authority under their own constitutions to legislate over virtually anything. They have what is called a police power and can regulate virtually every activity particularly commercial activities, unless the federal constitution puts it out of bounds. Congress, however, can legislate only if it can point to specific authority. Now, there was a dispute earlier in this case as to whether it could be reg- Obamacare could be treated as a lawful regulation of commerce. But that's not the rationale John Roberts used, as you mentioned. He said it could be upheld as a tax. As you mentioned, starting next year, that tax disappears. And so once it does, it can no longer be deemed a tax and therefore can no longer be upheld. So that's what's opened the doors for uh, some states such as Texas uh, uh, moving in a new direction on this on this whole issue of Obamacare and insurance? Yes, sir. Uh, last year in the uh, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, Congress reduced the penalty to zero. And maybe a philosophical distinction can be drawn between eliminating the penalty and making it zero, but as a practical matter, there's no difference. Once Congress reduced the penalty to zero, that had a critical effect on the constitutionality of Obamacare, because Chief Justice Roberts said the essential feature of a tax is that it raises money. Well, a tax of zero raises no money, so it can't be defended as a tax. And again, folks, the article in its entirety uh, that uh, Paul Larkin has provided for us is at the Daily Signal, dailysignal.com. Once again, Obamacare's constitutionality comes into question. And uh, 
Oh, you say in this, uh, so what happens now? Texas has disagreed, arguing the Obamacare statute, as you've just said, is uh, is really like the base uh, in uh, Jenga. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure of that reference. Maybe you can explain it. Once you move uh, remove the critical elements, the entire superstructure falls apart. So uh, explain that analogy for uh, uninformed such as myself. And also, what happens now? Okay, well, I mean, Jenga is a game where there's a bunch of uh, wooden planks mm. uh, put on top of each other, and you have to remove them at the bottom and put it up on the top. Once you get rid of all of the base, the whole top falls over. I missed that game, so, but I get the analogy. <laughs> yeah. so, now, here, here's what happens. First, the district court has to decide what to do. Texas has said the statute is unconstitutional. The Justice Department has agreed. It also said that because there's no longer going to be a tax, it can't be defended on the ground that Congress has the power to pass it as a tax. So the district court has to decide what to do, and then the case will probably move up to the Court of Appeals. Both the district court and the Court of Appeals will have to act expeditiously because the tax disappears in January, and the Supreme Court is ultimately going to have to resolve this. So the court's going to have to get it, uh, the case, that is, sometime this fall. It'll uh, have the parties file briefs, it'll hear argument, and we'll have to decide the case before the end of the year. Now, beyond that, uh, are we, in fact, really, is it a fait accompli that we are not going to get really any relief from Obamacare in some form, that it's, uh, as many of us feared, it's become so deeply entrenched already in the intervening years since uh, March of 2010 that it's not really extractable anymore? And what are we going to be left with? Well, that gets into a question of how much of Obamacare can be salvaged. Uh, Texas says the whole statute has to fall apart. The Justice Department says, no, there are certain provisions that have to go, but there are a variety of others that can stand. The statute doesn't have to disappear in its entirety. It's a a technical question of what lawyers think of as severability. Uh, Basically, when a statute is unconstitutional in part, a court has to act like a surgeon. It has to get rid of the tumor but leave as much healthy tissue as possible. And that's going to be for the courts to decide whether there's anything left. And in the end, as you said toward the end of your piece, it's, end, it's going to be ending up in the Supreme Court uh, by virtue of the fact of nothing else. The threshold for uh, these penalties being removed is January 1 of 2019. So you expect the high court will have to visit it uh, between now and then? Yes, sir. Uh, The court could act expeditiously, but it will probably want the district court and the circuit court to act first. The Supreme Court doesn't like taking cases until they've gotten at least some other opinions. So my guess is the district court will probably act in the next few weeks, and then the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit will act uh, probably within a month after that. So the Supreme Court will probably hear this case either early in the fall or perhaps even during the summer if it feels it needs to come back and handle it then. Well, I hope we can talk further about it. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Paul Larkin, Jr., Heritage Foundation. Of course, his colleagues and his work is at DailySignal.com, but also Heritage.org. Check it out there. grateful for our pastors, for every hospital visit, every prayer, and for every time you share God's Word. 
We're saying thanks again at our annual Pastors Appreciation Day, Thursday, October 11th, at Armature Works in Tampa. Pastor, come enjoy food, fellowship, and a special word of encouragement from the president of Dallas Theological Seminary, Dr. Mark Bailey, and we'll equip you with free resources and seminars to strengthen your ministry. Faith Talks, Pastors Appreciation Day, October 11th. RSVP today at letstalkfaith.com. Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. That could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. With everything you've done to lift up those around you during your military career, We're not going to let your money concerns get you down. We're the NFCC, and we've got your back on this one. As your financial advocate, we're dedicated to improving the financial health of all members of the military community. Whether your debt issues are related to student loans or housing or involve credit cards, our goal is to help you to defend your financial future. NFCC certified credit counselors have already made the difference for thousands of military members and their families. Let us make a difference for you and yours. Schedule a confidential financial review with an objective nonprofit NFCC financial counselor. Call us today at 877-404-6322. That's 877-404-6322. Or visit us at nfcc.org slash military. You owe it to yourself. Get relief now. Life is full of bittersweet transitions. It's difficult to know how these changes will impact us over time. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one can hit harder than expected and may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country. Guys like me. That's why support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Together, we got this. Learn how you can help save a life at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Human trafficking is modern-day slavery, and it happens in our own communities. Victims can be any gender, age, or race. Join the Department of Homeland Security's Blue Campaign to learn how to recognize and report this heinous crime. Visit our website at www.dhs.gov slash blue campaign. That's www.dhs.gov slash blue campaign. Your second look could be their second chance. 
I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. The Don Crow Show on WAVA, with all the feigned concern over the separating of immigrant children from their parents at our country's border, a situation created, by the way, by the parents' violation of U.S. laws seeking to enter the country illegally to start with, my guest this hour asked a fair question. What about American children? Have we forgotten our own children? Dr. Alveda King joins me. She is, of course, the... uh, Pastoral Associate and Director of Civil Rights for the Unborn, and uh, it's the African-American Outreach of Priests for Life, also Gospel Life Ministries, much more indeed to her credit of service to our country and to her Lord. And Dr. King, welcome. I wanted to give you a chance to uh, give us your own thoughts on uh, this very important uh, question that you raised. The article actually, by the way, folks, is at thestream.org, stream.org. Immigrant children, what about American children? Thank you for joining me. Don, honestly, thank you for this opportunity. And I'm just, my goddaughter called me yesterday. Her name is Angela Stanton. And she uh, is a mentor to young women and young men who have suffered all kind of atrocities here in America, not overseas, and they're not immigrants. She had her child chained to the bed in a, a federal prison. And so she was crying and she was weeping. Well, Mom, I know, you know, I'm her godmother. Mom, I know we care about the immigrants, but they don't care. Did they care that I had my baby chained to the to the bed in the jail? So somebody mm. responded to my article, Don. Oh, well, she was a prisoner. That's okay. So it's okay to yank her from her kids and her kids from her. And uh, she's a criminal. But crimes have been committed. On both sides, we know that even with the immigrants, some of them are exploiting and doing human trafficking and sex trafficking with those children. We know that to be true. So we have to have a prison uh, reform, a reformation in the prison system, in the immigration system. Thank God the President Trump is looking at all, all of it together as, as from his perspective, and he's working on it. So that's really, I was just led to address and ask that question. And then what about even the aborted babies? Because a lot of, uh, even, you know, there was a case recently where there was an immigrant and she was coming over here to get an abortion. I mean, my goodness, is that the business that America is in? Couldn't agree. What happened to that little baby? Yeah. Couldn't agree with you more. And you're right. There are so many other cases uh, that uh, really put the the lie to this argument uh, that we're being uncompassionate and insensitive and even cruel. I mean, some of the statements made even by, I was so disappointed to hear that, for example, Michael Steele here in Maryland claimed that, the, uh, along with someone else, claimed this is like Nazi uh, incarceration, not, not uh, Nazi prison camps or whatever. It's just unconscionable to me, the parallel there, uh, that is being drawn. And yet, as I think you raised the good point uh, uh, many of these uh, people who are women serving long prison sentences have their kids even adopted out, and the records are sealed as to where their kids have even gone. Am I right? And they grab the children. Like uh, sometimes, uh, you know, a lady gets a ticket for drunk driving. She shouldn't be driving drunk. That's absolutely not. 
But before she's prosecuted, hurt, or whatever, they grab her kids, put them in defects. No. And so that's another one. And then uh, this one, there was a young lady that was involved with a man, and she shouldn't have been. I, I would agree with that. She went to a party. The man called her and said, is such and such a person at the party? She says, yes. Okay, the man goes over and commits a crime against the, the, the person, and then they lock the mother up on a double sentence for over 30 years, took her away from her children. Her children went into the system. She was not an accessory to the crime. The man just called and said, is so-and-so there? She said, yeah. And then they called her an accessory mm. to murder, and the children are left without. So we have all this compassion for the children, and we should. But what about all of the hundreds and hundreds of children in America who've been ripped from the arms of their mothers and their parents? Well said. And I'm with those who say, as the president has been saying to Congress, look, uh, the ball's in your court. As the law stands now, we are simply enforcing the law of zero tolerance. And the law is so written that children cannot obviously go to jail with their law-breaking illegal parents who've come into the country illegally. So it's a, it's a no-win situation unless Congress steps up and changes the law if they really are that driven by compassion. We're going to have to have the compassion. We're going to have to take a serious and honest look at what is going on in this great nation. I still say great nation because if America was not still a great nation, why is everybody trying to leave their home? and all of their disreputable, dishonest, czar kind of leaders and get over here because they know that there's still hope in America, and there is. But we have to. My Aunt Coretta Scott King, during her lifetime, and a lot of people try to claim the legacy of Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King. Well, Martin Luther King was my uncle, my daddy's brother, and I learned this from granddaddy, daddy, and Uncle Mel. But Aunt Coretta also said we have to take care of the people here in America first. And also, because if you bring the immigrants in without solving the economic issues here in America, the war on poverty, for example, and all of that, then you're going to be disenfranchising your own legacies. And, and that ha- absolutely is the truth. And so, it's, it's happening as we're talking about it, isn't it? It sure is happening. But I have hope that we will overcome and that God is hearing us. We, we put our confidence in God, not in humans, including President Trump. He says, we don't worship government. We worship God. And we agree with that. I'm glad he, he clarifies that for us frequently. And so we're going to have to deal with prison reform, justice reform, immigration reform, and I would say heart reform. Well said. Thank you, my friend. Good to talk with you. Thank you for the opportunity. Dr. Alveda King and her website is civilrightsfortheunborn.com. Civilrightsfortheunborn.com. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Ted Cruz has staged a dramatic about face on the Trump administration's zero tolerance immigration policies. He said he talked with the White House about legislation he plans to introduce to stop the separations. Cruz said, quote, we can stop this. The legislation I'm filing this week would prohibit separating families, would mandate that kids should stay with their parents. He said his bill would double the number of federal immigration judges to ensure that asylum cases are heard within two weeks. For decades, he was known only as unknown X-9352 at a World War II American cemetery in Belgium where he was interred. 
On Tuesday, the Navy radio operator formally recovered his identity and was put to rest beside his twin brother in Normandy, where the two men died together when their ship shattered on an underwater mine while trying to reach the blood-soaked D-Day beaches. The two were from Esmond, South Dakota. More details at srnnews.com. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. We can understand in part, but Bourdain's death and Kate Spade's death brought the parade of televised tributes and eulogies, heaping admiration on these celebrities who had taken their own lives. And now we have a government report indicating a 30% spike in the national suicide rate. In all this, we hear very little about the immorality of suicide, the deliberate taking of a human life, even one's own. And we don't hear about the studies that show that those who do not attend religious services are five times more likely to kill themselves than those who are active attendees. Struggling souls need help, and to hear, now more than ever, that life is a gift of God and that life is worth living. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Due in large part to social media, fake news has become so prevalent that an astounding 75% of Americans grapple with what's real and what's not. Kim Commando with your Tuesday Consumer Tech Update brought to you by FlexJobs. Find a better way to work with remote and flexible jobs at flexjobs.com. Only a quarter of Americans can tell the difference between factual real news versus someone's opinion. The Pew Research Center posts a series of statements common to social media discussions to 5,000 Americans. Try them for yourself. Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid make up the largest portion of the federal budget. Illegal immigrants have some rights under the Constitution. Increasing the minimum wage to $15 an hour is essential for the U.S. economy. Overall, those who get their news from social media had trouble deciphering facts from opinion. The first two statements are facts, the last, an opinion. How'd you do? I'm Kim Commando. Here's some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for a health care plan, or more importantly, if you signed up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.